0: Happy New Year's lifers. Happy birthday, Small Scale Life. Happy birthday to me as well. As we begin our 160th journey together, I would like to thank you for listening to our podcast and visiting Small Scale Life. I have a huge, huge, big announcement and some great news coming up about the Small Scale Life podcast, so stay tuned. Well, everyone, it is New Year's resolution time. Have you made yours already? Do you have a whole list? Yeah, I've got a couple, but, uh, this is the time of year where everyone makes them and then suddenly. Most people break them just like that. We discussed New Year resolutions last year about this time, and you can read more and listen to the uh, podcast episode about that. It's titled, Four Tips for Keeping Resolutions, and you can click on the text at smallscalelife.com and find that podcast and find that blog post. You can probably also find those on your podcast app if you search back a full year, so uh, the quick way to do it is to go to life.com and find it on the podcast page. So what if you took a little different approach to your 2020 New Year's resolutions? I mean, most of us have the diet, I'm going to eat better, get more exercise three times a week or four times a week or seven times a week, I'm not going to watch as much TV, I'm going to save money on my budget, I'm going to do all these things, right, these things Things out there that are related to health, our fitness, our finances. And then suddenly, within the first two weeks, everything drops off. We see it when you go to the gym. You know, they're packed full right now. And by the first part of February, it's a ghost town. And man, for those first four to six weeks, it is treacherous getting into a piece of equipment because you're stepping over bodies and people that are doing some really strange stuff in the gym, but that's for a podcast at a different time. So what if you took a different approach to your 2020 New Year's resolutions? What if you focused on your mindset and And approach to life, rather than that diet and healthy lifestyle and working out and the finances or some of these other resolutions, I'm going to do better at work, I'm not going to snack at night, that kind of stuff. What if you approached it from a mindset perspective? What if you adopted some or all of today's topic, the 12 unique New Year's resolutions from the caldera in Hawaii? And you might be asking, what the heck is a caldera and what the heck can I learn from it? You might be wondering if old Tommy Cakes drank too much to smoke something funny in Hawaii. You know, I get a little fun. I get a little bada boom, bada bing. I got to have a little deliciousness. Maybe, maybe. No, trust me, friends. I am completely sober and drug free. I get tested all the time. Totally drug free, totally sober. And I'll explain everything if you stick with me. In this 160th episode of the Small Scale Life Podcast, I'm going to briefly discuss our wonderful, awesome trip to Hawaii. Oh my gosh, it was so awesome. You really need to go. I'm going to talk about the caldera. What is a caldera? I'm going to define that for you. I'm going to discuss the 12 unique New Year's resolutions from a caldera. And I'll walk through the practical application of these resolutions in your own life. I am actually doing it (laughs) as crazy as it sounds and jules will probably be rolling her eyes at me and and just say oh boy here we go again but yes i'm actually doing it and it's going to be a wild year we're going to have a lot of fun this year and without further ado let's get rolling on another 160th episode of the small scale life podcast welcome to the small scale life podcast All right, everybody. This is Tom, your lovable host. Yeah, I don't think I've introduced myself. I'm a little out of practice, right? Starting off the new year strong, I see. (laughs) But I am here. I'm here for you. I'm here for me. I'm here for all of us together. So... Yes. Welcome to the show, Small Scale Life. We're all about simple living, a little bit of minimalism, a little bit of homesteading, a little bit of community building, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I do some funny voices. I have some fun with you all. We talk about all kinds of things, do some fun interviews. So if you're new to Small Scale Life, and I know a lot of you have uh, just joined us, welcome. We welcome you with open arms. We've all got hangups. We've all got disasters in our lives. We've all made mistakes, but you know what? We can come here together. We're not talking politics. Nope, shaking my head. 2020 is going to be a crazy year. We're not about politics. We're about having some fun, learning a few things together, learning, doing, growing, being a little better every day. And uh, all of us are a project in process. None of us are perfect. So we've all made mistakes. And I am so thrilled you're here. I have some huge news to kick off this 160th journey with you. So what's the news? Oh, my gosh. Totally... Killed it. You all killed it. And I am loving it. Right before the holidays, I was like, oh, i looking at the statistics. Oh, man, we're at like 95,000 downloads. Oh, my gosh. And I said to everybody, I said, hey, we're going to coming up to 100,000 episodes, downloads of our, ep- of our podcast. Isn't this great? And I knew it was going to happen. I didn't know when it was going to happen. When we went to Hawaii, it was like, I'm not looking. I'm just not looking. We were so busy. When having so much fun, I didn't look. Honest to God, I didn't look. So when we came back, I started you know, going, and and I looked at the podcast downloads last week uh, Before when I posted uh, the um, Year in Review podcast. And if you are new to Small Skill Life, check out that post last week. Check out that podcast last week, because I talk about... Um, I talk about the year interview, what we did last year, and also talk about the top 10 podcast episodes, top 10 blog posts at Small Scale Life. So if you're new and you want to figure out what we're all about, Hey, check out that post. It's all there for you. I put it together on a nice little plate, and you can enjoy it like a little uh, capicola and a little bit of this and that. So you can enjoy it and catch up to what we're doing here at Small Scale Life, and get a figure figure out what we're all about. Sometimes we don't even know what we're all about, but we're having fun, right? I digress. Squirrel moment. We have uh, when I got back, I started looking at statistics again, and you know what? We shattered. We blew through a hundred thousand downloads. Seriously. It's been awesome. So it blew through 100,000 and it's just been going bonkers, right? We're up to 100, 100, uh, let's see, 100, 1,500 downloads of the Small Scale Life podcast. Say that 10 times fast. Oh my gosh. And I'm an engineer and I can't even say it. But we are over 100,000 downloads. We are cruising. We are rocking. And I am just so thankful. I am thankful that you're here. I'm thankful for you listening to this show. I'm just a, I'm just a, I'm just a guy in Minnesota with a microphone, talking stuff. I don't know. I mean, I am so thrilled that you're listening, and some of you have been here for a long time, listening since the old days, since the you know underwater porn music for a theme song. But man, I am so thrilled that you all are here, and uh, man, I'm just blown away. Thank you for tuning into the show. I'm just a humble guy. It's all you. I mean, this is why we do it. Like I said, we're not getting paid for the show. We don't get any donations. It really is a labor of love. And it's just because I like hearing myself talk, I think, because I was doing presentations for three hours yesterday. But, man, here I am again doing another podcast. But I enjoy bringing you this content. I like talking about this kind of stuff because it's kind of my own part of it's therapy for myself. I've been in different places and spaces. And I've been a leader before. I've been an office leader. I've been an executive. I've seen the boardroom. I've seen the cubicle. I've been to the boardroom and got kicked down to the cubicle. You know, I've been there. I've had success and I've had some really bad mistakes and failures. And uh, none of us are perfect. We are all walking this together. You know, we're a work in progress. And the same with this blog, same with this podcast. We are all working together here. And uh, some of our content, some of our best content, comes from our Small Scale Life community. And I'm really amazed by our audience. I'm really amazed by the people that are participating. It's a great conversation. It's great interaction inside the Small Scale Life community on Facebook. We have a great group of people there. Over 500 people are part of the group. And I do have links on smallskilllife.com to that group, onto that community online. Uh, otherwise, you can go search the Small Scale Life podcast in Facebook, or you can find the Small Scale Life page inside Facebook, and you can link up to the group there. So there's a couple questions. We just have those so I can gauge what your interest is. And also, we keep out some of the weird trolls. Like, I had some travel agency trying to join yesterday, and uh, no, we're not going to do that. So, um we want real people talking about real things and, uh, you know, sharing your weekend three things and and some of the crazy shenanigans going on in your homestead and your life. And uh, I do the same in mine, probably more than Jules would like sometimes. But join up. We would love to have you in our community you know, I'm I'm started uploading some files into the community. So membership does have some privilege. Membership has
1: some privileges. I'm really excited for you to join our big group. It's got a big, beautiful
0: file database that's totally clean. So I'm trying to upload some files into that, and I did with our. uh, With our 24-hour plan, I know we have a lot of folks here that are uh, Corinne Crabtree followers, fit and fat. Uh, They are looking at the 24-hour plan. They're probably going, who is this guy? What is he talking about? He did this health and fitness Renew You thing last year. Hasn't talked about it much since uh, April or so. Probably just checking us out. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that stuff, not in this podcast. Although we're talking about mindset. Um, So stay tuned. But we do have uh, the health and fitness 24 hour plan. It helps you set up your day, what you're going to eat, what you're thankful for, what you're going to be working on. Three things, not like a whole list. It's not a huge thing. Um, Also tracking your water intake and tracking your exercise and, um, you know, uh, who you're going to be. Uh, thankful for and who you're going to be praying for and meditate for, some of those things. I mean, maybe it's world peace. Maybe it's the end of fires in Australia. Maybe it's for the crazy elections coming up. Or maybe it's just for your family or friends, right? It doesn't matter. That's, that's you. That's whatever you want. But it's there to get us more mindful, not only with our body, but our spirit. And uh, those two things, our mindset and our body, are very connected. And, uh, wow, I sound very guru-like, right? So I'm not a guru. I'm just a guy. So um, check that out. You can get that at Small Scale Life uh, Facebook group, or you can get that by signing up for the newsletter on smallscalelife.com. Ooh, which reminds me, I need to get some newsletters up there. I know some of you have subscribed, and you're going, dude, what the heck? We subscribed for this newsletter, like, last year, and it's been, like, I don't know, a few months since you've done anything. So thank you for signing up. We will start some newsletters. we got to get that out, too. It's just uh, another thing that we're working on. So we would love to have you in our community. That's the bottom line. I've got my arms outstretched right here. I'm ready to give you a big hug. I'll give you a hug. Come on. Come on, come here, a little closer. But I am really going to try to upload some things into that community. Membership does have its privileges. So stuff like decluttering, uh, stuff like uh, information from the fitness, health and fitness journey. Um, I want to put a little booklet together, a little book, and uh, starting a garden. So some of those things, little booklets, I'm going to try to get that get it up there. Join us today. You'll get those free, totally free. Everything is free. Free, 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 free. I think uh, TurboTax has a patent on that, but... I don't, maybe I'll have to give him some money. Not. But thank you one and all. You have made this show. You've made my day. And I've gotten some really fantastic direct messages and emails from folks. I got a little bit of hate mail, too. But I get some really great feedback from people. And it just it humbles me. It makes me feel great. It's fuel. It's fuel, baby. So I am feeling like I'm on a rocket ship here, and uh, you all are right behind me, and it's great, and I love it. So thank you one and all for making Small Scale Life what it is. Uh, A couple things in the Small Scale Life community. If you're part of that and haven't checked in for a while, please do so. I've got a... It's not really a poll, but I'm looking for topics that you'd like to hear in 2020. So feel free to join the group and give me some feedback, or you can put a comment on the bottom of this message at smallscalelife.com, or hit me up with a direct message, or you can send me an email at realsmallscalelife@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Why Gmail? Because it's available everywhere in the world, and we do travel the world sometimes, so... That being said, this is what we call a segue in the business. So I'm traveling the world, and let's talk about our trip to Hawaii, shall we? Yes, come along with me. We're walking, we're walking, we're walking, we're stopping. Let's talk about our trip to Hawaii. So Jules and I went on a trip of a lifetime, and if you haven't been, oh my gosh, start saving your pennies now. So we got back from a spectacular trip to the big island of Hawaii, man, Awesome. So we left December 26th, much to our kids' chagrin because they wanted to come along. But no, this was a 25th anniversary trip. This has been a lifetime in the making. And it was awesome. Uh, Did I say that? It was awesome. So went on the 26th, returned home January 4th. It was glorious. We've never taken a vacation this long before. And never have we gone to such a beautiful and exquisite place. The Big Island is wonderful. Such variety. So many things to see and do. It's just beautiful there. So, you know, when we were there, Jules and I, we were with uh, Karen uh, Julie's sister, brother-in-law, her brother, and sister-in-law. So we were with, it was a sibling trip, essentially, and everybody was celebrating something. So Dave and Jen, they were celebrating their 10-year anniversary. Congrats to them. And Mario and Karen, they were turning 29, <clears throat> 29, and um, uh, it was great. And, and then us, it was our 25th anniversary. So uh, we... We got to thank Jen and Dave. They did such a wonderful job planning everything. They've been there before. They knew what to see. They had ideas of what they wanted to see. So we, Julie and I, we were the benefactors. So thank you, Dave and Jen, uh, for planning that out. But we got to explore beaches. And we're not just like, just a beach. No, this is like Green Sand Beach, which was a hell of a hike. And it's going to make a great podcast with Jules someday. We're going to do that real soon to talk about... The, um, the green, sea, green Sand Beach March, Death March. But we had to hike there. It was a green sand beach. It's one of four in the world, the only one in the United States. And we were there. Was really cool We snorkeled We snorkeled at uh, Cook's Point We snorkeled in other places Uh, We saw three humpback whales We went deep sea fishing We saw sea turtles Sea turtles up close and personal We explored Pearl Harbor Memorial We toured the USS Missouri We saw the sea arch at sunset On the tip of the southern tip of Of the Big Island You know way in the It's the most southern point in the United States We were there Um, we ate local food. We ate the Malsada. Oh my gosh. They're like a chocolate filled Eau Claire with the other flavors that were delicious. Delicious. We visited, we visited the volcano winery. It's, I think it's the, one of the only wineries in the United States. It's on a volcano. Crazy. We had, we tasted some meads and some wines. It was delicious. We toured two Kona coffee farms. Oh man. The, uh, Mountain Thunder coffee is wow. Awesome. Had some this morning. Delicious. We gave some to our friends, Trish and Bert. They loved it. It is delicious. It's like a dessert coffee. It's so good. And that's just the regular stuff. And then we we hiked Volcano National Park. So I've never hiked a volcano before. I've never walked across a crater before. I've never done that. So um, it was amazing because as part of this hike, we walked across the Kilauea Iki Iki crater it's a lava flow from 1959 so not active of course but uh we looked we looked at this we explored it we we were there it was amazing and then we looked in the Kilauea caldera and that's where we're going to start talking about the the caldera we'll, we'll transition we'll do a segue segue in a minute so um you no, know, I had my birthday there. We went DC, uh, deep sea fishing. Didn't get a bite, but that's fine. We did some snorkeling. I had a great conversation with Captain Rob, not Captain Ron, but Captain Rob, and uh, talked to him for five hours about the island, about things, about the caldera, all amazing stuff. So welcome to an active volca- vacation, right? I mean, active, volcano, active vol- uh, vacation, we did. We had some serious steps. We were not sitting tight. Um, It was just great. We loved our trip to the Big Island. It was so much fun. Uh, We highly recommend it. If you can go, it's just it's so beautiful there, and all the islands are a little distinct. So we here, uh, we'll have to go back and explore some more. But there's a lot to do on the Big Island. There's uh, you know you have the rainforest side in Hilo, and you have the more touristy side in uh, in Kona. With the in, in Kona, you've got the different farms and everything. So it's just it's a beautiful place. It's amazing. It's beautiful. So if you have a chance, highly recommend it. Go go, 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 go. Don't think a minute about it. It's going to be a little expensive. You're going to be sitting on a plane for a while, but it's going to be awesome. So the TLDR, Hawaii is awesome. You should go. There, I summed it all up for you. (laughs) So as I said, we're going to segue a little bit. Going to the Volcano National Park, walking across the volcano, we got to experience a caldera. So what is a caldera? Before going to Hawaii and seeing one, I had no idea what a caldera was. I even took a geology class in college, you know, civil engineer, all that thing, but I didn't remember what a caldera was. Maybe I skipped that day, I was chasing trains or something, I don't know, but I couldn't remember anything about it. We saw the signs there at the Volcano National Park and then off to Wikipedia I went and found some information for you so I can explain it, right? So a caldera is a, and this is from Wiki, this is not for me. So a caldera is a large cauldron-like hollow that formed shortly after the magma chamber, the reservoir, in in a volcano eruption. Although sometimes described as a crater, and it looked like a crater when we were at the overlook looking down into the void, and I'll have a picture there in the post on smallscalelife.com, this feature is actually a type of sinkhole. It's formed through subsistence, which is sinking and set or settling, and collapse rather than explosive events. This is due to the lack of silica in the presence of basaltic rock. So, uh, in the Pacific Rim, it's a lot of basalt. It's uh, you don't have a lot of silica. It's, silica is formed by you know erosion over time. So there, it's just hot magma cools, and that's basalt, right? So. Um, so this caldera forms by sinking, it's settling, and, and this you've got the, the lava tube that comes up and it's feeding this thing, um, and it's really just a sinkhole. So in the Big Island, the caldera was active until 2018 so th- for 35 years this caldera was going and it was bubbling and churning and and doing all kinds of stuff so there's a restaurant up on the overlook it's called the Volcano House and you could actually we ate there looking over the caldera and it was totally black but a few years ago up till 2018 you could see the magma going in the caldera it was a really cool experience Sadly, we didn't get that. But, you know, that's okay. So during the eruption of 2018, that was a big eruption. Maybe you remember it or not. It was in the news quite a bit. The magma levels in the caldera caldera dropped 1,000 feet in the caldera collapse. It's like... um, you know taking the water like in Florida they have uh, they have these sinkholes that just appear all the time and suddenly in the middle of the road will just go it's because all the water gets pumped out and there's nothing underneath it's hollow right so the same thing happened with the magma it just went down a thousand feet and then the magma from that Kilauea caldera flowed out in fissures along the rift zone near the coast so there's these rift zones that come down from the volcano and the lava tubes uh, go out there as well so if it's not coming out the top it'll come out the sides and that's exactly what happened in 2018 so all that magma left and uh, it forced a bunch of evacuations it burned up some neighborhoods it filled up a whole bay but it covered everything in its path Uh, captain rob (laughs) our our deep sea fisherman captain he was telling me about his friend who bought a house in this rift zone and he woke up There was a big crack in the earth with magma starting to spew, and he he left, came back. The crack was bigger. When he came back to his house the third time, it was under 35 feet of lava. So building in a rift zone is pretty dumb. It's like worse than building in a floodplain because when this stuff happens, it's there's no recovery, right? It's going to come out and ooze and be all over your house, burn it up and everything else in it. So, um Sadly, those people lost everything, and uh, that's a really bad situation. So when the magma, magma levels dropped in 20, 2018, when it dropped low enough, the Kilauea caldera exploded under its own weight and collapsed into itself. So it sealed off. The explosion sent a plume 30,000 feet in the air in the sky in May 17, 2018, and the Kilauea stopped erupting for the first time in 35 years. And I've got in the, in the article on smallscalelife.com, I've got some sources, some information for you if you want to learn more about uh, the caldera collapse, uh, more about Kilauea, and uh, also a link to the National Park Service, of Volcano National Park. I think uh, my friend Jason... Whose uh, wife Tara works for the um, National Park Service, I think they will be always appreciative that we're giving a nod to our National Park Service friends. So check those out and go see those on smallscalelife.com. And that's so what does this have to do with anything? Whoa, <laughs> where do the New Year's resolutions come on, come in from the caldera? Well, believe it or not, you can learn a lot from a volcano. So as Julie and I were looking into the void and it stared back at us in the, Kilo, in the Kilauea caldera, it occurred to me just how powerful Mother Nature is and can be. In Hawaii, they called it Pele. Pele is their fire goddess. And how small we actually are. I mean, this thing is huge. It looks like a massive lake, but it's all old lava flows. It's amazing. And then in the middle is this sinkhole where the caldera was. Imagine that. I mean, just if this thing blew, uh, just all of a sudden blew up, we'd all be dead. And that's what ex- exactly what happened out in Australia just a couple – or New Zealand just a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, where the White Mountain blew up and, and took out a bunch of people that didn't know it was coming. I mean, this could happen at any time. So we stood hundreds of feet above the caldera on this overlook and and we watched as the vents continued to steam away. You got these vents of sulfuric gases and and then water vapor. They're just steaming away. So things are continuing to happen on the Big Island even though the caldera stopped uh, collapsed in on itself. And in fact, I was doing some looking around and, and, and I, talking to Captain Rob, and I confirmed this, that locals and the researchers continue to watch seismic activity very closely near the south end of the island. Last year, it had 4,025 earthquakes. And yesterday, it had like a dozen earthquakes from one a magnitude of one up to three or four. So things are still happening on the Big Island. Even though the caldera is gone for a while, things are still brewing. And uh, it's always something that the locals and researchers are watching because uh, you can't stop it once it starts. So, um, you know, you want to protect life and property and make sure that no one gets caught in an, in an eruption couple things we learned. I mean, even in this inhospitable landscape and environment, there's life. It's amazing, right? There's birds, there's insects, there's trees, there's grasses, there's plants, there's flowers like delicate orchids that are growing on old lava flows or near these steam vents and sulfur vents. It's crazy. You've got this orchid that's growing right there and it protects itself from these vents of hot gas. It's an amazing thing. And and how... Does this happen? How does nature find a way? We don't know, but she does, and uh, you just you just have to take it all in. I've I've never seen anything like that before. But looking into the history of the Kilauea Caldera, and seeing some what I call pithy points. There's some cool points at uh, the Volcano House where we had dinner. They had some points up there, and then reflecting on the journey back to the mainland, I kind of came up with this list. Call me a little crazy, but, you know, these 12 unique New Year's resolutions from the caldera. I mean, you can, like I said, you can learn a lot from a volcano. Yeah, it's a lot of tongue-in-cheek stuff. But as you think about these 12 different points, you will see the overall point. And I'll kind of walk you through that with a practical application here. And trust me, I had 12 hours, about 12 hours of flight time to consider these points since I couldn't sleep a wink on the plane. For some reason, I usually fall asleep, but I think it has to do something with the aisle seat versus the window seat when I'm in a window seat. I'm out just like that. aisle seat, getting bumped all the time. The drink cart hits me, you know, it's because I because I got wide shoulders. I'm carrying the world, you know, but uh, yeah, I didn't sleep at all. So I had plenty of time to dream up these crazy, crazy, unique New Year's resolutions. So what are they? Let's talk about them real quick here. So, uh, 12 unique New Year's resolutions from the caldera. And if you've seen the infographic, you can go check that out on smallscalelife.com. You can save that, and you'll always have that with you for 2020. So, here they are. Number one, rise to the occasion, all right? The caldera is always churning up this magma. It's always coming up for the deep of the earth. And we have to do that, too. We have to rise to the occasion. Challenges and obstacles come at us all the time, and we need to rise to the occasion and take those on. Number two, be spectacular. The caldera shooting this magma up into space, up in the sky. Well, we can be spectacular too. We Small scale life doesn't mean you have no life. It means that sometimes you're very good at what you do. Maybe it's a small thing and you're very good at it. Be spectacular at something. Have a hobby. Do that very well. Do small things very well or do that one thing very well. And uh, you know you'll change people's life. We'll get to that. So number three, vent when you need to vent when you need to. Yeah, this is one of my problems. I'm a people pleaser and sometimes it's hard to vent frustrations and uh, things. So and then it bottles up and then I erupt like a volcano eventually. So vent when you need to. It's a much more healthy way to approach things. You're you know you might hurt feelings in the short run. I mean be tactful. Don't be like ah you know have diarrhea mouth or something. But vent when you need to. Um, You know it's in love and do it right. Don't be don't be like a sulfur vent right and stink. (laughs) <laughs> like like rotten eggs So, you know, vent when you need to Number four, make a big impression Right? Everybody sees a volcano When she goes up So um, you want to make a big impression you know when you're doing your one thing spectacular your small thing spectacular, you can make a big impression on people they're like wow that person really knows what they're doing i think i think we want to talk to them some more i want to meet that person i want to i want to do what they're doing i want to learn from them so that's really what that's all about number 5 have deep reservoirs challenges are going to come obstacles are going to come time is going to get short you're going to have to have deep reserves of energy to overcome those obstacles and challenges so Have deep reserves, reservoirs, deep reserves. Yeah, those two. Um, Number six, get fired up. Nobody wants to be a limp banana this year. Come on, get fired up. It's a brand new decade. It's a brand new decade. We have a whole clean canvas to paint on. We have a whole book to write together. Right? This is a new decade, a clean slate. You can start afresh. Get fired up about something. Maybe that's that one spectacular thing, right? You can do this and have a lot of fun doing it. So get fired up about it. Nobody likes to.
1: Oh, man, the world sucks, and I'm just going
0: to – no, get fired up. There's so much to live for. You, as Gary Vee likes to say, you have beaten the odds. You are here breathing. You have beaten the odds, and you are here with us. So make the most of it. Get fired up about life, you know? Number seven, show them what you're made of. It kind of goes with be spectacular and uh, make a big impression. Show them what you're made of. The caldera shows them what it's made of all the time. It's shooting this rock out. It's making a gorgeous light show. It's creating new worlds. So show them what you're made of. You know you can you can make change right where you're at. You're not going to change Washington D.C. or the state capital or even the county you're in, but you can change. You can change right where you're at. Again, I'm getting ahead of myself, but show them what you're made of. Number eight, use gravity and momentum when possible. So that lava, it flows downhill. Everything flows downhill. This old dude, Sir Isaac Newton, I tell the driver's ed students this all the time, you know, the gravity dude. Apple falls out of the tree. Oh, it's gravity. So use gravity and momentum. Bodies in motion stay in motion. So you get into motion. You're, you, you're going downhill. You know, that's why they say a running back is running downhill when they're going north-south instead of sideline to sideline juking and trying to get away from defenders. They're going downhill. Use your Easy button, right? So your easy button can be other experts, people that might have experienced this before. Greg Burns talked about having a mentor. He talked about that in our um, Homesteading One Hundred One: Start with the Why. He talked about getting a mentor. Some of these old timers that have been there, done that. Maybe you go to the local, um, the local greenhouse and talk to the local garden expert there and say, hey, what kind of onions are going to grow in my space, in my zone? And they're like, oh, well, this kind right here grows great. And you're like, oh, awesome. I'm going to buy a bunch of that. So use use experts. Use your easy buttons. You don't always have to reinvent the wheel. And that's part of this too. I am sometimes I borrow stuff from other people and give them credit because I'm not an expert all the time. I need to borrow from them and maybe you're going to borrow from me. Maybe, you know what, you might improve on what I've got. And I highly encourage that. I don't know everything. So use your gravity, use momentum, use an expert. Okay. Number nine, have a surprise or two up your sleeve. This is for your dating life, <laughs> for your married life, and for your work life. You always might have a surprise or two up your sleeve that they never saw you coming. So always have something that you're working on that you, that you know will grab some attention and you kind of got it in your back pocket. You don't always have to be an open book, right? Wink, nudge. And especially when you're dating or married, you know, have a surprise. It's fun. And that's an area that I need to work on in, in 2020. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that. Um, Number 10, change course or burn through obstacles. You're going to have challenges. You're going to have obstacles. You're going to have people that get in your way. Not, say, physically burn through, but it's mentally, right? You're going to adapt. Like the Army says, you're going to adapt and overcome. The military says this, adapt and overcome. We've got to adapt. We've got to move. We've got to be flexible enough where we can move and get around that obstacle to get the job done. And uh, sometimes it's not pretty. But sometimes it has to be done. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck. And that's when you get stuck, that's when the stinking thinking happens. So we really don't want stinking thinking. It's going to happen. That's where you have your deep reservoirs. This is where you're going to need to change course. This is where you're going to have to have your easy button. Right? You're going to have to have your expert get through the obstacles. Keep moving forward. Keep getting that momentum. Keep going downhill. You can do this. Number 11, collapse when you rest. This is something that when I was younger in my 30s, I didn't do. I was uh, leading offices and managing people and doing the client management thing. And then I became assistant vice president of a consulting firm. And it was always go, 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 go. I was working um, all day, coming home, having dinner, going back to work, and up till 2 in the morning, wash, rinse, repeat up at 8 or in the office at 8. It was just really hard. And I don't do that now. I don't um, and sometimes you need to collapse. I mean, even when you cut back your lifestyle, you need to collapse and rest. I mean, we don't do that in this modern culture. In the modern Western culture, we do not rest, and that's where sometimes we have our biggest epiphany, our biggest breakthrough when we rest. I mean, this vacation was rest no blog posts, no podcasts. Okay, there was some Instagramming because I just wanted to document it a little bit for my own memory. And uh, just let everybody know I'm still alive. But collapse when you rest. You don't need to do everything. You don't need to do all the things. And this is, again, pointing fingers at me because I like to do things. So collapse when you rest. Turn it off. Put the phone away. And uh, that's another thing we're going to be talking about in 2020 is putting the phone away, cutting down on that screen time. It's part of the minimalism, minimalist lifestyle. So, Yeah. It's easier said than done. Number 12, change the world around you. This is the big one. Change the world around you. By doing some of these things, you can start to change, incremental change right where you're at. Starting a wicking bed, a wicking bed garden in my yard, side yard, suddenly created conversations with neighbors that would come by and kind of look. Putting the little library in the front Started conversations with people we never knew existed kids little kids with their parents come by they're looking for books. It gives us an opportunity to start interacting with people, you know, talk to your neighbors. Do you know your neighbors? Do you know the neighbors two away? If something happens in your neighborhood? Do you know what's going on? Can you engage? Can you help? Can someone help you? So we start small. We start very small, you know, just small little steps. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to impact something around the world, but we can impact things right where we are at. And that's and that's what you always need to remember. Somebody's watching, somebody's learning. Somebody's somebody wants to talk, sometimes they're afraid to step forward. Maybe you need to engage first. So, we can start changing the world around us by doing some of these other steps, right? <laughs> it's kind of an interesting thought. So what do you think? A little different. It's a little different, isn't it? The thoughts of a caldera. Who knew a volcano could be so interesting, but let's talk about improving mindset in 2020. So the resolutions might seem more like advice and that's true. It's a fair observation. Uh, it is tongue in cheek. Absolutely. Cause that's the way I play it, but um, we can look at our mindset and prove it in 2020. So we often get stuck in our own ruts. We get stuck in our own routines we, we don't look at it from a different perspective. Uh, we fear change. A lot of us fear change. We're doing it. It's working. It might not be the most efficient. It might not be the best, but it's working for us right now. And so we fear any kind of change. We fear throwing a monkey wrench in anything. So we fear taking those steps to improve our lives. We fear the struggle it takes to improve because there might be pain. There might be hard work. There might be struggle. There might be failure. Somebody might not like us as much. Believe it or not, there used to be you being like that the old way, and they don't want to see that change because they know what to expect and what not to expect. What happens if you suddenly become spectacular? Some people feel a little threatened. So if you take these 12 unique New Year's resolutions and put them into practice, your path might not be easy or struggle-free, and probably they won't be because you're stepping up. You're stepping into the fray, right? You're not putting your head down. That's not what small scale life is all about. It's not hiding from the stuff. But if you put some of these into practice, you'll see change in your own life with your family and your friends at your workplace and in your community. It'll be small incremental change, but it will be changed nonetheless, hopefully for the better. Right? So you can be an agent of change, but you have to make up your mind and act, act. That's a big deal. And that was a quote we had on Monday on Instagram that came over into Facebook is, you know, it's, it's okay to consume. It is, but at some point you've got to leave the ivory tower and you've got to act. You have to do, you know, that's why Yoda says do or do not, do not try or whatever he says or whatever he says. But, uh yeah, Yoda's a thing. I don't know. But so what do I mean? How do we put these 12, uh, unique new year's resolutions into practice. What does it look like for reals, right? For real. So, so let's talk about a theoretical example. So what if you took on a new project at work in 2020 and worked hard at it? So I am in this position as we begin the new year and the new decade. So an opportunity to engage and do something a little bit outside my comfort zone popped up. It just dropped into my lap essentially, And it's appeared to me at my job, at my real job. Not this one, but my real job. So last week, I've been doing a lot of thinking about it over vacation. And last week, I decided to move forward with it, get outside my comfort, comfort zone. I pushed the go button and started the process. So I'm starting this new journey inside my current job. I'm not moving jobs. I'm not changing jobs. None of that. I'm just working on a new competency, we'll say inside my job. I mean it's outside my job, but it's it's going to be part of my job now. Here's how this is going to look for me by putting these 12 pieces into place. So I'm your guinea pig, for better or for worse. Well, maybe it is cheesy, but we're just going to do it. So I'm not an expert in this particular part of the field of study. I'm not. I will admit it. I've had some limited experience with it in my career. It's been an area where I've made some failures, I've made some mistakes, I've had some failures. So I decided we're going to do this anyway. So I pushed that fear down. There's enough there that I can build on that I'm good at. And I can learn some things. So I pushed that fear down. I got fired up and I rose to the occasion, right? There's a couple of those pieces right there. So I wrote an email to the people involved, talked to my supervisor. Once he gave me the thumbs up, I decided, well, let's go. So I pushed the go button. After I had all those conversations, molded over and weighed the options, I decided, let's go. This this other gentleman needs some help, and he's looking for a a younger person to take on some of this stuff. So I know it won't be easy. I'm going to encounter challenges and obstacles. I know that. My skill level in this area is the first obstacle that I'm going to need to overcome. I'm going to have to find a way to burn through those challenges with red-hot intensity and find a way around the obstacle. So I'm going to have to learn some new skills. And it's going to be reading, talking to some experts, and taking classes. And there's good thing too because I'm going to I've got some classes coming up in a couple months. Some training inside my job. That's part of my job, and uh, I'll be with this gentleman. We'll be taking that training in a couple months. So, and as we get into it, we're going to bring in. I, I can bring in an expert to help. I can bring in some extra help with this too. I'm not all by myself. So we're going to be using that gravity and building on momentum, my easy buttons. We're going to pull in an expert or two and learn from the experts. I don't have to have all the solutions right now. So the good thing is I know a few experts in the subject. There's not a whole lot in the country, but there's a few experts in the subject. So I can draw on them. And and being active in my field for years, I've made a lot of those critical connections over time. I have this active network I can draw on. I've been building it for years, and it and it's and and so you can see that building community we've talked about a lot in small scale life in 2019. It goes beyond just homesteading, homesteading your community, uh, your neighborhood, your gardening group, you know, whatever. This is your career too, building community, networking. It's really important. And sometimes, like I say, sometimes you lend a hand, you give somebody some help, and sometimes you would need a hand, you need the help. So. Don't be afraid. You know, reach out, connect with people. Even if you're an introvert and it's uncomfortable, building that community is is really important. And it's not just your neighborhood or your homestead group or your gardening group or canning group or whatever. This is in your career as well. So challenges will present themselves and be difficult. I know that. I'm going to struggle with some of these concepts and ideas. I will get frustrated and I'll need to vent. And Jules will probably be my sounding board for some of it. Poor girl. So don't be like the old me. Don't hold all the stress inside. That isn't healthy. You act like a volcano and erupt. So I've done that. Ask me how I know. Poor Jules. She's had me vent on her a few times like a, like a volcano. So don't do that. Just, you know, talk about these things. Don't be, don't be, um, don't be explosive, shall we say. By working through the process. I should come out the other side and show people what I'm made of. I'll show that I've learned something and I've taken the reins on this new project. I will make the big impression as I successfully learn something in the process. Take the reins from the older gentleman, jo- older gentleman and become our agency's expert. Now, I don't want the spotlight. I don't want to be in the spotlight, but I'm going to get something going. I'm going to start changing the world around me. Our agency is not looking at this stuff right now. We're going to start to change the world around it, around me and around this agency. This is a pilot proje- project, a pilot program that could roll out across the whole country. It could. It probably will. And it's going to improve our inspections and safety at railroad crossings. And that is going to be a big improvement. We're going to save some lives doing this stuff. We're going to really connect some people. So it's going to. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And it's building on some of my strengths of building. I, I'm good with people. I can build networks. I can build community, right? And I can pull people together. Railroads and government agencies don't talk to each other. <laughs> like your city and your railroad, they don't know each other, but I can help and and plug into that. It's what I've done a lot of my career. There's technical pieces that I need to learn. <laughs> so whatever you're facing, It doesn't have to be monumental. I mean, this sounds pretty dramatic, but this is using some of those 12 unique resolutions. And it's the things I'm going to have to keep in mind. I'm going to print this infographic up, and I'm going to hang it up next to my I want to believe sign in my creation station in the dungeon. Um, But this is is what we're doing. And uh, by doing some of these things, you'll have an impact wherever you are and whatever you're doing, whether it's your job, your neighborhood, your family, your life. You can do this stuff. You know, I know I'm going to be working hard on this all year. You know, it's I've got I'm putting a lot on my plate with the blog, the podcast, some other projects that I'm working on. I'm going to need some rest. This this effort's going to be a lot. Other things coming up, some audits and some other things that are going to be coming up. I'm going to need to rest at some point. So I'm I'm targeting December 2020 as rest time. And I'll need to collapse at that point. So that's that's the, the number 11, right? You'll collapse to rest. And uh, it's either I take the rest or my body comes to rest. You ever notice you get on vacation, you get sick right away? That's your body finally collapsing because you've had it under such a stressful environment and you've been stressing it so much. It just naturally decides, you know what? If you're not going to take the time, I'm going to make you take the time. And that's the way I usually got sick when I was working other jobs is I get to a point and it just Collapse, So take the rest or your body will take it to rest. Those people that sit there and say, I've had 10 years without a sick day. Well, you must be lucky or gifted or something. Maybe you should bottle that essence and sell it or something, but, uh, you need to take the rest or your body will make you take the rest. So I'm going to go on vacation. I will have earned it at that point. So December, 2020, I'm going to try to not have blog posts and, and uh, Podcast episodes again. That's just going to be the way we roll. So I've got a lot to do before now and then. So, does that make sense? See how that works? Does that make sense to you? I hope it does. I hope that does. So, you can implement this in your own life. How are you going to be spectacular? What are the obstacles you're going to have to burn through? Who are your experts? Who are you going to lean on? What's your easy button? Do you have deep reservoirs? How are you going to get those? Can you have a surprise or two up your sleeve? I might have a surprise or two up my sleeve. You never know. You'll find out when I get there. All right. So that was kind of a different take on it, isn't it? It's a little different take on just, I'm going to lose 20 pounds by March 30th. No, 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 no. That's not what we're doing. This is a little different approach. But I'm hoping this inspires you. The real growth comes after we struggle and experience failure. And that's whether it's mindset, it's in our careers, it's in our hobbies, it's in our lives, it's in our relationships, Not everything is going to be unicorns and rose-colored glasses and tulips and all that good stuff. Nope. Our real growth comes after we struggle and experience failure. It does not come from setting the same old tired resolutions and merely consuming content. We actually have to do. You know, those things are fine. But in the end, you have to step forward. You have to try. You have to do. You have to step forward into the fray. Pick up the shield. Pick up the sword. Move forward. You can't grow, you can't be better every day unless you try. That's the big part. Learn, do, grow, be a little better every day. That's the first step, right? We've learned, been learning. You got to pick up the sword and slay the dragon, or try to anyway. So that's the first step is trying, right? So my message to you now Pastor Tom says. <laughs> so rise to the occasion, lifers. This is yours. This is be, it's time to be spectacular. This is your decade. This is a chance, a new chance to change everything. Break the old habits, right? You can start to change the world right around you today. Small, incremental steps, right? Small, 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 small. Think small-scale life. Small, small, small. The only one stopping you is you, that fear in you so break it break it we're here for you so if you have something you want to bounce it off me feel free anytime you can hit the uh, smash the contact us page on smallscalelife.com send me a note Uh, Some of you have sent notes about other things. Appreciate it. Um, You can always send me an email at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com. You can also send me a direct message through Instagram or Facebook. And there's lots of ways to contact us. I'm just a guy, but I'm doing this stuff with you. I am learning, doing, growing, and being a little better every day with you. And we can motivate each other, keep us, keep us all moving together. Feel free to join the Small Scale Life community. Uh, Sign up for our emails. You can do that on smallscalelife.com as well. And uh, I'll get working on that. So it's a new year. It's a new decade. New lease on life. The canvas is clean. The book is empty. It's time to start writing. It's time to start painting a masterpiece. The only one stopping you is you. So time to break it, right? Time to move forward. Be spectacular. Change the world around you. All right, lifers. This is Tom from Small Scale Life. Remember to learn, do grow, be a little better every day. We'll be back real soon with a new podcast. I've got some great gardening stuff coming up. I've got some interviews coming up. So stay tuned. Going to inspire you. Going to get you moving. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be bigly huge. This is going to be a crazy year, so we're going to have to be with each other here. This is the no-spin zone, literally, figuratively. No politics here, no fighting. It's going to be good. We're going to be changing the world incrementally, one piece at a time. So, until next time, this is Tom, Small Scale Life Podcast. Remember to learn, do, grow, be better every day. We'll catch you next time. Take care, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United
1: States! Hello, everyone. This is Donald J. Trump just coming to you, wishing you a wonderful January, Happy New Year. We've got lots of going on in Washington, D.C., but I am very excited to be here today, happy that you've broken the 100,000 downloads of the podcast. I wish I had 100,000 downloads, it would be very bigly, very huge, of course it would be plated in gold, lots of gold with a big, huge, beautiful door that's 10 feet higher than your door, so... Anyway, I just wanted to congratulate the Smolsky Life podcast and the audience. Remember to, uh, you know, enjoy the podcast. Share it with some friends. We're always here. We're always doing your thing. So this is Donald J. Trump. God bless America. And we'll see you real soon.
0: I sound like a dumbass all the time, so... Yes. Yes.